Welcome to the Kintsugi Life podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. Kintsugi Life is about learning, growing and strengthening from the times of adversity and challenge that we all go through. It's about valuing them as part of what makes us who we are. Right now, let's get into the content. Hi, and welcome to this episode of the Kintsugi Life podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. In this episode, I wanted to talk about the concept of happiness and why I think we sometimes get ourselves in a bit of a mess by pursuing and believing that it's possible even to pursue happiness as a permanent feature of our lives. You know, we get hung up on the idea that we want to live a happier life by actually being happy all the time. And in fact, I don't think it's really possible. So here's my thoughts on the subject. A roller coaster wouldn't be a roller coaster without the ups and downs. It'd just be a monorail. Why then do we hope that our lives will be spent in an unchanging and perpetual state of being happy? Beige happiness, one day as perfect as the next. The happy times in our lives feel good precisely because we have the bad days to compare them against. We have the ups and the downs. It's all relative. I've wasted many hours contemplating happiness in my life. Times when I could have been doing something useful that might have actually made me feel happier in the process. Happiness is a component of my overall well-being, and like the other components, it's one that comes and goes, it ebbs and it flows. Am I feeling healthy? Check. Relaxed? Kind of. Rested? Sure. Happy? Um, As supposedly enlightened beings, it seems to me that we humans spend way too much time chasing after happiness, like a predator hunting its prey. We think and act as though happiness is something we can grasp, rather than something that happens as a byproduct of how we live. We compare ourselves to others who seem happier than we do, as though happiness existed on a universal scale, saying to ourselves, I'm only a six, why are they at an eight? We convince ourselves that if we crack the formula and hold on to it tightly, we can attain happiness and keep it forever. Perpetual happiness is a myth. It's taken time and blood, sweat and tears, occasionally of joy and more often of sadness, to learn the fundamental truth of happiness. I read an article recently by the brilliant author Jessica Wildfire which completely nails it. Living in a perpetual state of happiness isn't good for anyone. It makes us fragile. What we need is tolerance for pain. We need a tolerance for discomfort, both emotional and physical. And I think Jessica Wildfire in saying that absolutely got it right. The response that I gave to this article seems barely enough in thanks for that quote alone. Happiness isn't something we can experience perpetually. More importantly, we shouldn't want or hope to either. The tolerance for pain and discomfort that Jessica described is an essential skill for surviving, let alone thriving in this world. It's only built up when we experience and learn from the crushing failures that inevitably happen to us all. The failed relationships and divorces, the business ventures that fold, the unread articles, the promotions that go to another applicant, the race is lost. These are the events that force us to grow and to learn. These give us the strength to carry on, hopefully better prepared if a little bruised and battered. We go forth with a greater determination to succeed our next time round, and the eventual successes bring us happiness. Times of adversity seldom feel happy when we're in the midst of them. I didn't feel happy while working through divorce. 
any more than I did when other relationships failed. But they prompted me to do the work to discover who I was and what I wanted, rather than living as a perpetual accessory to someone else or trying to fix others' issues to feel better about my own. Discovering how to be truly happy on my own made it possible to play my role in a happy and sustainable marriage, which I've ultimately achieved. When I felt ignored, unappreciated, or like my talents were wasted in my work, I didn't feel happy. Those experiences and feelings prompted me to explore new ventures, to practice new skills, and to find other opportunities and outlets. Figuring out that I could be happy in my work if I had writing as a route to creative fulfilment was the result of this. It's also what's led me to podcasting. The times when I felt uncomfortable with my physical appearance and despondent regarding my health and fitness weren't happy in the least. But the actions that I took to rectify that situation were prompted by what I saw in the mirror and how I felt. Now, I prioritise my fitness and my well-being with a regime that makes me feel good inside and out, and I feel happy as a result. Happiness can't be a constant in most of our lives. We need the adversity to grow from as well. We need to embrace the ups and downs. Ups and downs are inevitable. Even if positive, happy-making things were to keep happening to us, hedonic adaptation is nature's way of dulling the shine. We get used to the good things and become desensitised to them. Soon they feel less special and our happiness relies on ever bigger and better things. My childhood was broadly a happy one, but I'm certain there were the days when I felt sad, frustrated, angry, overlooked, jealous, fearful and any number of other supposedly unhappy emotions. Characterising it as happy generally is a reflection upon the overall feeling that I remember. In the same way, if I reflect on my life now, but in 20 years time, I'm sure I'd reach the same conclusion, even though things aren't always rosy in my life today. I have a roof over my head, food in the cupboard, a job, hobbies, and most importantly, a family that I love and who loves me. It's only because I'm in the midst of things that I experience frustrations that may degrade my overall state of happiness. The boss who doesn't notice the good work I'm doing. The occasional feeling of being taken for granted by my wife and kids. The painful twinges I get while weight training that make me question why I'm not relaxing on the couch instead. The articles I write which seem to get missed by the outside world. Each of these trivial adversities could be viewed as a reason to be unhappy. The knack, though, I think, is in turning that perspective on its head. To view each as an opportunity to thicken the skin to become more tolerant, more patient, and better equipped for weathering life. Happiness can seem elusive and intangible, but can also be taken from the simplest of things. A common failing for many of us is in hoping or expecting happiness to be perpetual and everlasting, the bleak search for happy ever after. It's made worse by our natural tendency to compare our happiness to others, which is skewed enormously by the social media highlight reel that plays before us daily. If we're constantly chasing or trying to cling to happiness, our failures assured, our innate, our innate happiness will suffer. We need instead to focus on living a life in a way that we enjoy the successes, learn from the failures and apply ourselves consistently throughout. Happiness will therefore be more likely to follow as a result. So I hope that helps you maybe rethink how you conceive happiness in your life or maybe if you're having a tough day at the moment it helps you to kind of take a step back and potentially look at your situation and see it for 
the fact that it is overall a happy situation, but recognising that the downtimes are necessary in order to appreciate the good. If you found that useful, I'd be really grateful for any positive feedback you're able to, to leave. Um, if you want to reach out to me, you can do. My email address is referenced in the uh, closing of this podcast. And if you think of someone who might benefit from hearing this, I hope you pass it on to them. In the meantime, this is Toby with Kintsugi Life saying goodbye. You've been listening to the Kintsugi Life podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. You can email me on toby at tobyhazelwood.com. I'd love to hear your feedback. I'd love for you to leave me a positive review if you feel unworthy of one. And I'd also love for you to share this with anyone else who you think might benefit from the content. Until next time, this is Toby Hazelwood saying goodbye.